You are listening to the most important podcast in the history of the world, hosted by the most important man in the history of the world, S. Anthony Thomas, a genius podcaster, a genius comedian, an incredibly handsome and sexy man. And although on social media, when you see pictures of him, he looks like a slightly above average looking guy who's about five foot eight and a little overweight. Quite frankly, I feel comfortable as someone who is definitely not him and letting him, you know, that he's actually much, much better looking in person. He just photoshops, photoshops averageness on himself so as to make you chumps feel better. He's also a lot taller. I know he says he's about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, but he's actually 6'5". If you see him in person, he looks about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, I've got news for you. He's actually pretending to be shorter once again, so you chumps will feel better about yourselves. How much do I love S. Anthony, even though that's not really, that this is not him talking. This is uh, the announcer that's definitely not him. I'll put it to you this way. I'm not gay, but I'd get it on with him. That's, and I'm straight. So that tells you how impressive this man is. The greatest man in the history of the world, S. Anthony. T Will you stop doing that? What are you talking about? I'm just announcing S. Anthony's podcast because they know it's you. They do not know it's me. I mean, I'm not him. I'm a different person altogether. Come on, man. They've been listening to your podcast for four years almost. You don't think they know the sound of your voice by now? Dude, I really had something going there. You know, I was, you know, I was trying to work on a new intro for the podcast. Normally, I just kind of say hello to everybody, you know, tell them what the podcast is called and then say, you know, say my name and then the number of the podcast. But I wanted to try something different. You know, I had them going there for a while. They didn't realize that this was me talking until you said something. Yeah, you nuts. Of course they knew it was you. <sighs> Why? Really, dude? Really, I can't even have this. I, mean, I thought I was going to go through the whole episode without your punk ass being here. But then you show up. This is this part that I'm recording right now is actually being recorded after the podcast was finished because I wanted to try out my new intro on everybody. You know, and I mean, had I started the editing process, you wouldn't even be on the show. But, but you, you're here, you are messing everything up. Could you just do your right? Just just could you just do the regular show? I, I'm sure it's great. Why'd you say great like that? Because I don't like you. Yeah, I don't like you either. <sighs> I really had something going in and you had to go mess it up, dude. I mean, come on, man. You know, they had no idea what was going on. Yeah, they did. I'll be honest with you, my audience is full of a bunch of weirdos anyway, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, I thought they were, they were real nice people. I thought you loved them. I do love them. Like, you can love somebody but think they're nuts. <laughs> I mean, my my listeners, my fans, my, all, my followers, all of that, I love them to death, but a bunch of the weirdest bastards on the planet. <laughs> I mean, nut, weird, sick freaks. Wow. I can't believe you're saying that. That doesn't really matter. It's not like this part's going to be on the show anyway. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to not put this part on and just go on with the regular show. It ain't like they're going to hear this. So it really doesn't matter. Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. And this is episode number two. Six nine two sixty nine. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How are you doing? How the heck are you doing, you bastards? Now, folks, uh, I'm going to thank you for your response to last week's episode. Uh, 
it's really weird which episodes really dig into you guys. You know, like, you know, they, 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 fortunately, you, you, you weirdos have liked all of them. But, you know, there's some episodes that really get in. They really get into your buck, your backside and you really dig them. And I'm glad last week was was one of those. <laughs> so you guys are cool and you have good taste. OK, anyway, <laughs> this is episode number 269, my friends. And, uh, you know, it's really weird. I, I normally... You know, sometimes it'll go. I'll, I'll go a long time without looking at quote the stats and, and how many people are listening and response this and response that. But sometimes I'll look. And one time I looked and you know, I look and I wanted to see what the demographics were of you know the people. And I know that you know I'm I'm I you're in all demographics obviously, but the main demographic is eighteen to fifty four, which means roughly half of my audience is younger than I am actually no no probably two-thirds of you are younger than I am and if and some of you obviously that would mean the other third is older and not a lot older because it's only 54 it's only you know six years older than me but the funny thing is the old guys and the young guys the old guys will say things like yeah I know what you're talking about <laughs> that happened to me too <laughs> hey you're only 48 I'm 54 you know what I mean <laughs> wait till you get to my age <laughs> but the young ones the young ones the young ones man you're funny man you're great you're funny and I think that's wonderful but they will ask me old guy questions they will DM me on Twitter old guy stuff meaning stuff they would ask an old guy like I'm freaking old you bastards or I'll get emails mail from people and they'll say things like well let me ask you a question s you know uh i mean you're older than me so maybe you could you could help me out with this this is my girlfriend and you oh because you're older than me is there any way you could just say could you help me out with this s without the the your the, your older part you bastards all right i know how old i am i, I should have I never said how old i am on the damn podcast because now i got two-thirds of my audience breaking my balls okay do you guys want to make it to 48, you bastards? I'll come through your phone and drop kick your punk egg. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> now, I had some early episodes uh, uh, talking about what happened when I was the, the uh, when I was younger. And uh, some some uh, advice I had given. And it was it was jokey advice, but it actually works. It actually works in, in, in real life. And I was talking about. Uh, how women reject you a lot of times, not, not women you aren't dating, but I'm talking about someone you're living with or married to or in a relationship with where you're already have moved safely into the boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da, boom, jiggy phase. And you, you know, you try to make a move on her and she could get stop, 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 stop. Not now, not now, not now, not now, not now. Right. And I realized I kept telling my young ones, I kept saying, you got to understand, you have to condition your lady and, and half my audience is women. You have to condition your man. You have to condition each other to know when you're going to try. You're trying to get it on. And when you just want to feel them up. Because women, sometimes they just want to kiss you. They don't want you to try to pull their blouse off. They, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? And you'll hear them say stuff like that. Sometimes a woman will hug you and she'll rub your chest. She just wants to rub your chest. And then you go, oh, she's rubbing my chest. Must be time to do some banging. And she goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing, Bill? What are you doing? Right? Women, and I noticed some personal experience, sometimes women will grab the love lever and they don't want to do anything with you. It's just that, 
you know, you're their guy. They have access to that now. That's pretty much they consider that their property and they just want to do stuff with it. They just want to grab on and then rub it and everything, but they don't want to get it on. And you're like, oh, she's grabbing the love lever. It's time for banging. What? No, really? What the hell? <laughs> right? Because they're thinking that. See, this is how, this is how we are as dudes. When we walk up and we caress our woman's delicious buttocks cheeks. Most of the time, we're hoping that caressing the delicious buttocks cheeks will allow us to take them back to the bedroom and go down the happy hallway. No, she may not be in the mood for you going into the happy hallway. She knows that grabbing her buttocks cheeks means you're going to try to get some hallway action and she does not have time for that crap right now. That's why she rejects you. She just wants to just now because she knows what you're trying to do. You slick bastards, right? You try to grab a hold of her delicious chest yummies and she knows when you grab your del her delicious chest yummies, you're just trying to get down that happy hallway. She's like, no, 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 you need to be trained. And if you would listen to some of my earlier episodes, now granted, some of you new guys who came along didn't hear some of the earlier episodes where I gave this instruction. I'm going to rehash a little of it now. And your assignment is to go back and listen to all 268 episodes of hilariousness, brilliance, deliciousness, and incredible advice. You new bastards. But this is what you have to do, my friends. You have to condition your woman to know that sometimes, sometimes you just want to put her hand, your hands on her delicious buttocks just to put her, your hands on her delicious buttocks. You're not trying to take her back to the bedroom and go into the happy hallway, the hallway of happiness. No, I mean, you would not mind going. I mean, you want to spend as much time in the happy hallway as possible, but you're not definitely not taking a nice drive at the happy hallway. You just want to caress her delicious buttocks cheeks. I remember sitting in a, on my floor and in, in my living room uh, and I was sitting close to the TV and the lady, it was my girlfriend at the time, was at the house at my place. And she walks in front of the television and she's wearing yoga pants. And the only thing inside the yoga pants was her. So you know what the, the delicious buttocks cheese looked like? Oh, yeah. So I'm, I wasn't thinking anything. I think she was just trying to grab something off the TV. So I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't say, watch out, watch out, watch out. I figured she'd only be there for a couple seconds. No big deal. But apparently whatever she was looking for was not readily available. So now forgetting that she was standing in front of the television, forgetting that she was blocking the football game, forgetting everything else, she had locked in on where is it, where is it, where is it? And even though I could hear something interesting was happening on the screen, something I normally would want to see and definitely would not want blocked, I was not that upset. In fact, I wasn't upset at all. For you see, the woman I was having regular boom boom jiggity boom da boom jiggy jiggy boom boom jiggy boom da boom jiggy jiggy boom boom jiggy boom da boom jiggy jiggy boom boom jiggy boom da boom jiggy was now wearing yoga pants and nothing else underneath them in front of the TV set and all I could see was her delicious buttocks cheeks. And she was moving around, frustrated. And I took my hands and I placed one hand on each one of her delicious chocolate cupcakes, delicious, delicious buttocks cheeks. And I gently caressed them. And she goes, not now, not now, not now, not now, thinking I was trying to... Lead from the delicious buttocks cheese ca cheeks caress back to the bedroom and a nice deep long trip down her happy hallway. But that's not what I was thinking. I just, I just wanted to caress her delicious buttocks cheeks. 
She looks back at me. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to get it on with you. You just have a fantastic, delicious buttocks. And I want to caress your delicious buttocks cheeks. And she goes, really? I said, your buttocks is fantastic and perfect and special and delicious and chocolate and great and incredible and delicious and great. And I have no interest in doing that right now. I just, I mean, I'm watching a football game. You're standing in front of a football game. I'm not even upset because the view of what I'm seeing right now is infinitely better than anything that could be happening on that screen. I don't even give a crap with the screen. If it was, it was a Super Bowl and my hometown team was on there and was one second left on the clock and I was the last play and, and all the other recorders of football had broken down and it was my only chance to see it I would have been like I don't mind because she's standing there with yoga pants and nothing underneath them right in front of me and I'm okay with it I'm okay with it and now I'm caressing her delicious buttocks cheeks and that's what I would say and she said that is so sweet I said speaking of sweet your buttocks cheeks <laughs> and she goes okay I was believing you there for a minute that last thing was kind of corny I was like I probably should have just stopped and it would have been impressed but she goes yes I go could we ignore the last thing she goes no you kind of ruined it that's it that's, that's, you know that's I'm still going to you're still going to get it on when you finish your paperwork. Yeah, yeah, I said, OK, I mean, I can tell right now you're a little annoyed with that last corny line. So just in case you decide to change your mind, I have this form here. I'm going to need you to fill out. I need you to sign here, sign here and initial here saying that we definitely will be getting it on when you finish the four hours of paperwork. It would be two hours of paperwork if you would help out. Yeah. The third thing that you signed was the I don't have to help you with the paperwork. I could just sit here, watch fate football wait till you're done and then bang you but that see, you should have read the fine print you didn't read the fine print you, you can go do your paperwork now i'm gonna watch this crap right here while you go over there doing all the paperwork and then i'm gonna sit here watching football games and wait till you're done and then jump on top of you she goes well i did sign and when yes you did sign <laughs> read the fine print people read the fine print when you sign paperwork <laughs> but from that point on after that uh after that I had permission from her whenever I wanted to caress her delicious buttocks cheeks because she now knew that I was caressing her delicious buttocks cheeks just for the joy of caressing her delicious buttocks cheeks. She didn't automatically assume I was going to be on top of her, jumping on top and down top of her and beside her and all of that crap, all spending all this hours and hours jumping on top of each other because she, she didn't have time to do. She realized I was just caressing her buttocks cheeks. Caressing her delicious buttocks cheeks, and she was okay with it because she knew it was just me caressing her delicious buttocks cheeks. But then I started to think this beautiful sister has chest yummies that are just as delicious as her delicious buttocks cheeks. And I would also like to occasionally, very gently and very quickly, caress her delicious chest yummies. I would like to do that. So she's making pancakes for me. Because I had made breakfast for her the day before. And it was her turn. And the only cakes I was really interested in were her delicious buttocks cheeks. And then I walked over behind her while she was making the pancakes. And I caressed her delicious buttocks cheeks. And she tee hee 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 and laughed. And said, you like that, huh? I said, this is perfect. And I put my hands on her waist. Go back up a delicious flat stomach. Go up to her chest yummies. And I grab her thing. And she goes, what are you? Not now, not now, not now, now. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Here's some paperwork right here. I want you to sign right here because this this is the buttocks cheeks paper. I don't, but there's an addendum at the bottom. And you just sign that. And what that means is means that I'm, that I'm I can occasionally caress your delicious chest yummies when it does not lead to the, to me trying to take you into the, the room in there and get into the happiness hall or anything like that. It just means I would like to because your 
your chest yummies are just as delicious and perfect and crushed and crumble and delicious and chocolatey and delicious and chocolatey and chocolatey and delicious as your butt cheeks. They are. I said, yes, they are. And those things are fantastic and perfect and incredible and double incredible and triple incredible. She goes, you know what? You should have stopped the double incredible. Triple incredible is just you sucking up. I went, yeah, it's after the pancakes. Can we get it on? I don't know. Well, well, could you sign right here, please? Okay, it says here that if you sign this, it means we can get it on after the pancakes. He goes, okay. I said, great, because essentially what it means is I would, I'm just I'm just trying to annex from, from the delicious butter cheeks up to the chest yummies with the same deal. And she goes, okay. And after that point, what happened? I had permission, unless it was, unless it was embarrassingly obvious, you know, unless other people wore around or she was in the middle of something I could go and caress her delicious buttocks cheeks and I can caress her delicious chest yummies and she knew I wasn't trying to get it on with her and she was okay with it you have to think ahead my friend you have to think ahead and I'm always thinking ahead when it comes to crap like that I'm trying to tell you young dudes that's what you do Sometimes you're a little bit too aggressive with your women. Sometimes you're a little bit too aggressive. You get a little bit too greedy, right? And that's one of the things that's wrong with people nowadays. People get too greedy, right? Just calm down, my friend. Everything will be okay. Everybody just needs to calm down. As I was on my way home from the supermarket to get here today to record this podcast, I'm about to, I'm, I'm coming up to a corner in the mighty Toyota Camry. And there's a, there's a truck in front of me that's not really paying attention. Now, I'm behind the truck and I can't see the light because the truck's in front of me. But the car behind me can see the light. And apparently the truck was about a second or two too slow to react to the, to react to the fact that the light was green. And the car behind me slams on the horn and makes this loud obnoxious horn sound and the truck very quickly steps on the gas and aggressively makes a right and unfortunately I had to make a right too and then it turned into two lanes and the guy in the truck thought it was me that honked the horn and he's like you mother jumping mother jumping effing mother effing jumping effing mother effing you mother jumping effing 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 Ellen you mother effing Q and effing you mother jumping effing dollar sign the forward slash double mother jumping semi golden dumping he cursed a lot and the next thing I know he's getting out of his truck and now he's blocking traffic and he comes over to me and he rolls and I roll down my window your mother jumping F and Q and F and L let's go whoa whoa bruh well you brick honking your horn at me who the hell do you think you are you mother F and Ellen F and Q and Ellen F and M and F and Ellen Q and F and F and Q and F and X and Y and Z and F and Ellen and I go that wasn't me that honked the horn I know it was you Say, so, okay, so let me ask you a question. What mother jumper? What mother effing Q and effing? He kept doing that stuff. I said, you remember what the horn sounded like? Yeah. So if I was to honk my horn right now and it didn't sound like that horn, would you then believe that I didn't honk the horn at you? Oh. Oh, um, exactly. It wasn't me. Would you like me to honk my horn now? Yeah. And I honk my horn. And the horn that I that comes with the mighty Toyota Camry is not as loud and obnoxious as the horn on the other person's car. And he now realizes he's just blocked up a bunch of other people who are now honking at his punk ass. 
And he went over, he realized he was now yelling at an innocent person. And he kind of walked backwards. Um, uh, you know, I, uh, you're sorry. Yeah. I mean, you can actually say it. You don't have to, you know, I mean, I said, sorry, you, you should actually say it yourself to me because you came out and you, you cursed me out. Right. And then you, you, you got out of your car and the whole time I'm thinking I might have to be rolling on the ground with you or you're going to kick my car door or something. You know, and if you kick my car, do I got to come out and whip your ass or at least try to whip your ass or something? I can't have you kicking my car. And as it turns out, you would have kicked my car door and I wouldn't have been the, the one that did anything. And then what would have happened? I would have had permission to beat your ass. Right. Oh, yeah. And if you really think about this, four cars behind you right now that can't get around you. They want to whip your ass. So you would have got your ass whooped by me. You would have tried to get back into your truck and the car. People in the truck behind you would have whipped your ass then. And then you would got arrested because you would have said, well, he did this. And the cop would have said, what happened? And I would have said, well, he kicked my car door. Well, and why did he kick your car door? Well, he thought I honked a horn. He kicked your car door because he thought he honked, you honked your horn. And then the police would have whipped your ass. And then we would all say, well, normally we would record this and try to get the police officer in trouble. But the, not this time. I'm going to delete this because I'm glad I would have just deleted the phone of the, him. Whip. OK, I wouldn't delete. It. I would have taken it home, laughed at it and then deleted it because this guy is getting his ass kicked by the police officer. Look at him. <laughs> normally I'd be offended by this and shocked by this and everything. You know, and normally I might even put this out to try to to try to stop this kind of thing from happening. But in this one particular occasion, I'm pretty glad the cops are whooping his ass. So let's all enjoy this ass whooping on the end. No, I'm not going to put it on Facebook. I got too many people on Facebook. It might go viral. And I'm not going to put it on Twitter because I even got any more people on Twitter. It might go viral. And I'm not going to put it on my podcast cause, because, well, my podcast is audio. So what I'm saying is, look at him, look at him right there. Look at him like trying to run away. <laughs> they tased him. They tased him. <laughs> this is great. Look at him. He shit on himself. <laughs> all of this because he decided to pull over his car like a jackass and yell at a stranger and as it turns out the person he was yelling at was me and I whooped his ass and then the people in the cars behind him whooped his ass and now the police are whooping his ass and he just got tased and he shit on himself <laughs> you know and in fact I'm not going to delete this I'm just going to put this up and it's going to be in a file called dude shits on himself for being an idiot and then every once in a while when I decide I want to laugh at something I'm going to pull out the tape of this guy getting his ass whooped by me his ass whooped by the other drivers and his ass whooped by the police and tased and shitting on himself all because the punk ass bastard decided to honk the to jump out of his car thinking I honked on horn when I didn't do crap. Speaking of crap, look at all that crap on the ground he shit on himself. <laughs> you know, so folks, I, I just wanted to talk about something really, really dumb in the beginning, you know, because like I said, I, I, I noticed how many young people I had listening to me and I like to give them, I like to give a little knowledge to, to, to people, you know, the young ones when they, when they ask questions. So, so that's that's the that's the lesson I want to give you guys. You know, just you know, just 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 hug and kiss on your woman, just a hug and kiss on her, and squeeze her delicious buttocks cheeks, just to squeeze her delicious buttocks cheeks, and caress her delicious chest jummies, just to caress her delicious chest jummies without trying to get something out of it, man. You know, sometimes you can't just try to get something out of everything. You know, you, you you ever go someplace and you think somebody's doing a favor for you and all of a sudden, three seconds after they do the favor, they want to borrow 10 bucks when you realize they're not going to give you the 10 bucks back and essentially you, they basically just charged you 10 bucks for the thing they did that you thought was a favor. That's what I'm talking about. It was like, just, you know, just, just do stuff nice for people because you want to do something nice for them. 
Imagine if somebody held the door for you and you said, thank you. So they're like, no, no, thank you. Schmank you. That'll be a dollar. You'd want to slap the crap out of them, wouldn't you? Of course you would. So what I'm saying is, folks, if you're a young guy, you're a young lady. Just feel up your other, your significant other, just to feel them up, just to let them know that they're special to you. And also you like playing with their junk. <laughs> and to the guy, the hothead guy from the truck. See how nice I was not to beat your ass, right? Huh? See how nice I am as a person when you pull over the truck and stop traffic to come over and curse me out. And, you know, I, I could instead of rolling down my window, I could have gotten out of the car and beat your ass in the street. But because I'm a nice guy, I just, you know, scolded you politely and eloquently and allowed you to get back into your truck ass whip free. Right. So what I'm saying to my podcast audience is, folks, I not only do I impart knowledge, helpful, intelligently displayed and presented knowledge to the young members of my audience. I also refrain from whipping people's asses when they cut me off in traffic and want to try to start a fight. I'm that type of guy because I'm, a, you know, I'm a nice guy. You know, although I, I, I kind of did want to beat that guy's ass, but I didn't because because life is not like the movies. You know, in the movies, if you're right, you automatically win the fist fight, you know, because in the movies, if you're right, you, you win the fist fight. But in the real world, it doesn't work that way. See, in the movies, because you're in the right, like sometimes a guy will come home, his wife is banging someone and then he comes in and kicks the guy's ass. You're with my wife. I'll kick your ass. Oh, no, please don't kick my ass. And sometimes I would see it in the movie where the guy coming in that's married to the woman is like 5'2", and the dude taking her to Drill City is like 6'5", and he's like, oh, God, your husband's home. And he puts on his clothes and jumps out the window or puts on his clothes and runs out. And uh, I don't think that would happen in real life. You know, if you're five foot two and your wife is taken, getting taken to Drillville by some guy that's six, eight, two, thirty, uh, six, eight, three, twenty, he may leave out of respect for the marriage or if he thinks you have a gun or something. But if he's pretty sure you don't have a gun, there's a very good chance he's going to go, hey, hey, what are you? What are you? Five, four? Yeah, five, four. <laughs> uh, could you put some pants on? No. Why would I put pants on? <laughs> what are you going to do? Kick my ass? Are you, aren't you afraid of my husband? My dick's bigger than him. No. No, lay back down. I'm not finished banging you yet. Listen, come here, punk. I ain't no punk. You will not be banging my wife. Not only am I going to bang the crap out of your wife, you're going to sit in that chair right there and watch me drill your wife. All right? And make sure you make notes of the sounds you hear because I know damn well she didn't hear them sounds when your punk ass was nailing her, Okay? Right. Maybe I, I don't really want your wife. I didn't think she's really, really hot. And I wanted to get it on with her. I'm the mailman. I was just delivering some packages, you know, and then she smiled at me. I said, hey, you, you're a wonderful young lady. And then she goes, hey, my husband's a huge punk. Would you like to come upstairs and bang the crap out of me? He won't be back anytime soon. I went, what the hell? And I'm and here. I am banging your wife, you little punk. Now go sit in that chair over there. I'm, you be, Shut up, punk. Look. There's two things that are going to happen here. One, I'm going to finish banging your wife. And two, if you interrupt me, I'm going to kick the crap out of you, beat you unconscious, and then finish banging your wife. Now, you can either be unbeaten and watch this technique of me destroying your wife and learn something, which is why she was, I mean, your wife, literally, your wife just told me I'm a mailman. 
I didn't. I can't. I'm up. I'm up here tearing your wife up because of her request. I didn't ask because she asked me. You know, if anything, you should be hitting her, but you can't hit her because she's a woman. Because if you hit her, then I'm really going to beat your ass. Now, just sit there and watch this banging. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got to sit here and watch my wife bang a six foot eight mailman. <laughs> this is really horrible. Come to think of it, it ain't that horrible. Kind of, I'm kind of digging this, to be honest with you. Oh, man. He's really going to work on her. I'm kind of liking this a little bit. Where where you going? I told you to sit there while I drill your wife. Yeah, uh, if I sit here, I can't get that camera because I'm filming this. What? Yeah, I was I was upset at first, but damn, you you go really. Be, I learned some things. You go, you learned some stuff. Yeah, I threw this new thing in there. Yeah, you know, I'm really. You know, I threw a new move in. You know, I just tried this move last week on the on the lady next door, who you know, who you. Know, but I figured since your wife was hotter than her and then offered me some, and I'm, you know, but you really like that move? How oh, that move is pretty good. How do you do that? How you do that move? Well, I tell, when I'm finished, when I'm finished with your wife, I, I, I write down the move. You got to do some stretching, and you got to do a little weightlifting for your lower back and some stretching for because you don't want to pull your your hip flexors when you. Do I, I'll talk to you later. Let me finish. My, my, continue, continue banging my wife. I got to get this camera. Yeah, okay. She's great. Hey, uh, it's all, put this camera up. Good Lord, man. He's really putting the work in on her. I'm, this is awesome. I can't. How much long you got? Uh, I, 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 I do tantric stuff, so this is going to take about an hour. Oh, good, because I got an hour and seven minutes left on this on a digital card. Okay, go ahead. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is incredible. Oh, boy, I'll tell you this. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question, folks, now that I've, I've, I've moved away from that little story? Have you noticed that my podcast is getting a, has started to get a little more weird every week? Should I be alarmed by that? Should I be alarmed that the stuff you've been hearing on this first segment of the podcast are actually thoughts that have danced around in my head and they seem normal to me? I'm starting to think that maybe I need to get some counseling. Okay, maybe I will not get any counseling because if I get counseling, instead of the show that you've been that you like for this past three plus years, almost four years, the podcast would if, if somebody actually you know I, I went and got some counseling and started to get normal, yeah, I'd be afraid to hear what my podcast would sound like after that, wouldn't you? I mean, apparently you weirdos like this crap, you know. So the last thing you would want to hear is my podcast. Hello, hello, this is uh, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is episode number whatever, whatever. This is Anthony Thomas. This is Anthony says podcast. And, uh, and uh, okay, guys, let's talk about something normal here. Um, I know I do. I used to do a lot of jokes and funny characters and wacky sketches and talk about political stuff and stuff that you actually liked. And but uh, you know, I've been I've been going to counseling and um, I really don't want to talk about that stuff anymore. I. Uh, I've actually become a normal person and those thoughts that I normally had that you apparently found funny and, and all of that stuff. I, um, I don't have those thoughts anymore. So now the new S. Anthony says podcast is now, uh, well, well, here we go. Here's his segment. One of the new S. Anthony says podcast after no post, um, post mental disorder, uh, uh, problems and post, uh, psych psychiatric help. Uh, you ready? Okay, here we go. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm uh, losing weight. Uh, and you know what I'm doing to lose, to lose weight? I'm actually eating better and uh, working out. Is that funny? No? Oh. Uh, 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 well, um, I'm going to probably start doing, I'm going to start doing comedy again. And, uh, 
picking up the microphone in early September to work on my new, to work on my to work on my new act and uh, go through the new jokes before I decide before I start booking myself around again and uh, you know very soon I'll be uh, doing jokes again and um you know it'll hopefully making you laugh uh you know there you go was that interesting no okay uh well this this is definitely gonna be interesting post uh, post uh, psychiatric help uh, I was dating a lady and um it didn't work out. We didn't learn anything from that. That's not funny. No. Okay. Maybe this is, this is me post psychiatric help. Oh, uh, something happened in traffic. Um, a person that I, that, that thought I honked a horn, uh, acted erratically and, and, uh, I diffused the situation by keeping my cool. You know, I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't have gone to the psychiatrist because I, uh, Going to the psychiatrist seemed to have effed up my podcast. I um, is there anybody that makes you weird again? Is there anybody that makes you weird again that would so I could go back to being the normal weirdness that people found entertaining? Five months later. All right, you bastards, I'm back. I found what I like to refer to as a negative psychiatrist. That's the person that finds out how fucked up you were before somebody else fixed you and then fucks you back up just as bad as you were before well guess what baby i'm back butt cheeks chest yummies armpits toes banging power banging bang city drop kick the bastard i'm back bitches s anthony is back and i'll never go to a psychiatrist and fix myself again because it'll mess my podcast up and make my new act that I'll be doing in 2018 suck. And I can't have that crap. Yeah, that's right. I'm back, bitches. Second over. <laughs> All right, folks, you know what? Uh, I wonder what, what, what kind of programs do you nerd it up on? You know, what are the shows that you turn into a nerd over? You know, is it? You know, I, I tend to nerd it up on animal shows. And one of my favorite shows is Nature on PBS. You know, and, and, and anybody that's been listening to me for a while knows that when I was a little kid, I got an into I was like 12, 13. I had an internship at the zoo because at the time it was a part of me that wanted to be a vet. And I still love animals, but I, but I, I still get a kick out of those shows. And even now, you know, I still watch those programs if I'm, if I'm near a TV uh, and then they come on, I watch them. And it just amazes me when you see how certain things override what you think can't be overridden, right? Normally, if a lion sees a gazelle, he's going to try or she's going to try to eat that gazelle because the gazelles to them, it's not another animal. It's a food source. When they see a gazelle, a pack of gazelle walking through the, the the grass, they're sitting back the same way you and I as human beings are flipping through the menu at a Chili's or a Chi-Chi's. Like, I think I'll eat that with a side order of that and some of that. And then, they, of course, we don't have to run down, chase, choke to death and eat at, and eat through uh, and eat, eat, eat the burgers raw. But you get the point. So normally these two animals do not occupy the same space without someone trying to eat the other one or someone trying to gang up. Because sometimes you'll see a lion will go after one and the other gazelles will kind of come around the back and go get him. And they kick the shit out of the lion or try to gore him or whatever. But mostly they run. That's the best case scenario is to get the hell out of there. 
But I'm watching them and they're actually drinking from the same water source. It was a bit of a drought and the animals all found some water. So there's lions drinking. There's gazelles drinking and various other animals that the lion would eat drinking. There's an elephant rolling around in the water. There's, 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 there's like a crocodile rolling around in the water. And these are all animals that under normal circumstances will be trying to whoop each other's asses. But they're like, we ain't got time for that crap now. Here's some water. We can all just share this water right now and get back to whooping each other's asses later. But right now we got water. Right. Because sometimes the thing on the outside of you is more important than the crap that you have to deal with. It's the same thing with human beings. If there's a big tragedy, you'll see somebody, two people that can't stand each other. You'll see racists and people of ethnic, of, of color and, and mean people and nice people and people of different religions who normally would want to kick each other's ass all helping and pitching in. And they're looking at each other. They're like, look, normally I'd want to whip your ass. But right now we got to get this car off this lady. You know, they're doing all this kind of stuff. Right. And then they get the car off the lady. Say, She's OK. Great. OK. Time to whoop each other's ass because the lion drinks. And when the lion got all the drinking done that he wanted to get, he looked over at the gazelle and said, did you finish drinking? And the gazelle said, not quite yet. And then the lion says, well, let me know when you finish the drinking, because there's a couple of you that I'm dying to bite in the neck and strangle you to death and then tear you apart and eat you. And the gazelle said, yeah, um, I'm. I'm pretty much going to never be done because now that I know that the second I stop, you're going to be going to bite me on the neck, kill me and eat me. So I'm, I'm just and the lion says, well, then I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, you know what? I'm just going to eat you anyway. And then the gazelles take off running because, you know, sometimes the water is more important than biting something on the throat, killing it and eating it. Sometimes the tragedy is better, is bigger than whipping each other's ass. I've seen an illustration of that uh, under no, in, 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 in an urban setting. Because there was a group of us who were, who were putting out our trash, but we put our trash out in cans because, you know, you didn't want your can down there because sometimes the cats would come up and tear up the bags. Right. And what you would see is the same thing. You see cats and squirrels right next to each other tearing up your trash bag right normally a cat would look at a squirrel and go i'm eating you and the squirrel would go i'm going to climb up this tree until they get to a branch that's heavy and that's that's light that's just strong enough to hold my weight but not your weight then you're going to get trapped in a tree 20 percent of the time you're going to fall out of the tree and fuck yourself up the other 70 the other rest of 70 80 percent of the time you're going to be able to get down the tree and it's going to make you hesitant to chase me but if you get hungry enough you're going to chase me and sometimes you're going to catch one of us and kill us and eat us but right now there's an abundance of food in these large trash cans so let's just tear these bags open and do what we do well what started to happen was some of the trash wasn't getting picked up you know, because people were packing their trash cans so tight that when the trash, the people from the sanitation department were trying to shake the bags out because there's a certain they like, well, you can only put out this much trash, this amount, two cans or three cans or whatever cans. And people were going, well, I got more than two cans worth of trash and I'm not having this trash there here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the tra two, two bags of trash into a can that's only supposed to hold one bag. And then I'm going to back my car over the top of the trash cans and crash it and smash it into this place. OK, they didn't do that, but they did pack the cans too tight. 
And the and the sanitation drivers were basically going, look, we don't have time to sit here for 10 minutes trying to bang this can to get this crap out of the can that can't come out of the can because you packed too much crap in the can, you dumb bastards. So they were leaving certain people's cans the way they were. They couldn't get the bags out because they were packed in too tight. And I don't blame them in the way they don't have time. They got a whole city to clean up, a whole section of the city to clean up. They don't have time to sit there for 20 minutes trying to pry that crap out of the can. So all of a sudden, those people who decided they wanted, now they had to go back to putting out the bags. Granted, I, I would think, hey, about this, how about putting less in the can, but these people are morons. So they put out bags. And now that they got the bags out, they don't have the protection of the can. Now you got cats and squirrels eating the bags. And then all of a sudden, when that starts to happen, you have a lot of trash around, a lot of garbage around, a lot of garbage smell around, and it starts to attract other animals. You're figuring it's going to be more squirrels and more cats, but it's not more and more squirrels and more cats. Know what it is? Sewer rats. Have you ever seen a sewer rat? Now, this does not apply to people in Australia because you guys got some shit out there that is fucking frightening. Okay, some of the animals you got on in Australia, that's some scary stuff. I'm surprised that you didn't, y'all all didn't just jump in the water and fucking swim the hell away from that joint. It's a beautiful country from what I've seen in pictures, but some of the animals you got there belong in horror films. But I'm just talking about the United States of America right now. In Canada, you got moose. So, you know, you got moose getting into sword battles in the middle of the street. And we all know how big those bastards are. So I can't talk about that. I'm talking about sewer rats. And I know what you're thinking. Also, my Canadians and Australians are thinking, you're a huge punk in America. You don't have giant spiders that eat cars like we do in Australia. And you don't have moose like we do here in Canada. I said, yeah, well, you don't have people shooting each other like we do in America. So shut up. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> So the sewer rats decided to get into the game. And if you've ever seen a sewer rat, sewer rats are the equivalent of murderers getting out of prison, being able to do evil stuff and then sneak back into prison undetected because sewer rats are not like regular mice. See, if a regular mouse or just a regular rat sees cats and squirrels, they run away. They hide. They hide under the car. They'll hide. Oh, no, I don't want to have to do battle with those squirrels. I don't want to have to do battle with those cats. I'll get hurt. I don't want to do that. I'll just wait until they're gone. And then uh, I'll eat what's left over. With I, I just don't want to deal with it. Not the sewer rats. Oh, no. Sewer rats actually come out of the out of the sewers and walk over to the trash bags. You probably thought I was going to say scurry. No, I said walk over. They were actually on their hind legs. They were wearing some of those big baller brand shoes. I'm going, how the hell can rats afford $500 pairs of shoes? And the rat said, shut up. None of your business, bitch. And I walked back in the house and just. You know, looked out the window because I, I did not want to get it. I did not want to battle those sewer rats for the trash. They walked by my trash because my trash was still in the can. But my neighbor's trash wasn't in the can. My neighbor's trash was all over the place because the rats, because the rats and the mice and squirrels and all of that crap. And the sewer rats walked over to the cats and the squirrels and looked at them. Looked at them hard. 
And the squirrel's also a rodent. And even though there's not a sewer rat, it's a rodent. And it's like, yeah, I'm out of here. I already know where this is going. And the squirrel ran up in a tree. And the cat's looking at like, ah, it's just a rat. I know how to handle rats. And I'm like, well, this is not going to be pretty. These cats are going to kill these sewer rats. And I don't really, really want to be around for that. I mean, I know that it's just the natural nature, the nature of things. But just to hear the sewer, rat, you know, I just I don't want to see that because it's going to be a bunch of dead rats all over the place. Sewer rats. The cats are going to kick their ass. The cats might even eat them. And that's kind of gross. You know, what I mean, I, it's, I feel bad for the sewer rats, even though they're walking on their high hind legs they're, and they're wearing big baller brand shoes and I don't even know how they can afford $500 sneakers but according to what they said to me none of my business punk I had I, I just didn't know so I, I just come in the house and I'm going this is, this is gonna I said you know what I can't let this happen I'm gonna go back out there with the hose and shoot some cold water on all of them and then they're all gonna just scurry around and then just leave and then they don't yeah because I don't want that kind of massacre I mean, it was bad enough to have to pick up trash but to have a bunch of dead rats killed by by, by feral cats all over the place that's going to be wrong that's go, that's going to be gross I, I can't have that so I come back outside I got the hose in my hand and I'm basically I'm, I'm hoping it out. and I figured the massacre had already started. I figured the cats had already started kicking these sewer rats asses and, make, you know, and, and, and all of that. And then I saw the cats and they weren't bloody and the, the sewer rats were just digging into the bag. And I'm going, the cats are standing back waiting for the sewer rats to finish eating the garbage. I don't understand this. And then an Uber came up and the cats all got into an Uber. And and as the cats got into the Uber and started to ride away in the back of the Uber, the rat got up, took one of his big baller brown shoes, threw it at the Uber and said, next time, stay off our block, bitch. You know, and then, and then the other rat said to the other rat, why'd you throw a $500 shoes? And the rat said, man, I got a closet full of them shits. Yeah. <sighs> And I looked at them and I'm going, oh, my God, I can't believe that the cat, the cats got in an Uber. Because normally when the cats leave, they get in the lift. I, I don't know why they switch companies, but maybe, they, you know, I don't know, maybe the rates are better. I don't know. And the rats were eating the trash, you know, and I, I it wasn't my trash, you know, and I, but it was next to me. So I, I called my neighbor and I said, so, yo, dude, um, there's some sewer rats eating your trash out front. You should probably go out there and do something about that. And he said, <laughs> And I'm going, I said, what are you doing? What are you eking for? And he said, I mean, uh, um, um, he's not here right now. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll take care of those rats. Man, the rats are in the house. They're holding me hostage, man. Call the police. That, 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 that's not him. That's definitely not him. And we're, there's not definitely not three of us in the, in the house holding him hostage while we eat his trash. This is definitely not one of the sewer rats, you know answering the phone because my two sewer rat friends are holding him at knife point until we finish eating the garbage. Yes, they are. You gotta call the police. These damn rats broken it out. <laughs> Can you hold them? I'm gonna put you on hold. Look, you wanna listen? Look, we, we were gonna let you live. You understand? You understand? What are they gonna do? Arrest us? As soon as we finish eating this garbage, we gonna go right back down into the sewer. Right? You think the police are going to believe that some rats held you hostage? Huh? Huh? They ain't going to believe that. You shut your mouth. 
right, I'm going to get back on the phone with that stupid ass human that lives next door. And I'm going to, because if you don't, he, if, he, if he keeps asking questions, I got a couple of friends that are going to go over there and take care of his ass too. All right. Okay, uh. Hey, yeah, yeah, oh, that, that, I just want to let you know that everything's okay over here. And uh, you definitely should not call the police. You understand? Because if something, I mean, because, because it's really not necessary. Yeah, I'm really not going to call the police. Not be honest with you. I just want to say for the record that I, um, I really like sewer rats, especially the ones that wear big baller brand t-shirts and, uh, and, and shoes. Uh, I never liked my neighbor. And, uh, for the second, for the record, I just want to let all the rats know that, uh, I support them. Uh, I, I hope that they, they, uh, don't, uh, you, you, they don't do anything to me and because I'm pretty sure they won't because rats are great and they yeah, keep sucking up. And I think that, uh, I, I just want to say that you can forget this phone call and you can forget everything you heard human. Yeah. Rat. What? I mean, uh, maybe I'll forget everything I just heard. You damn right. You will. And next week when you put the trash out, I better not see it in no fucking can. Yeah, I will absolutely. Not only will my trash not be in the can, I'm going to make it a point to make sure all food articles that will be delectable to sewer rats are at the bottom of the bag to save them the inconvenience of having to run up the side of the bag to dig into the bag. Because I know if, if, if the sewer rats have to go up the bag and cut into the top of the bag and root around inside of the bag for the food, it might mess up their, 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 their new $500 sneakers. That's some good thinking. Okay, so I just want—that's wanted to point out that I will absolutely make sure that the food is out there for the rats next week. I mean, I'm not talking to a rat; I'm just saying this for no particular reason. You're damn right. Okay, I, I'm going to leave now. You know. <laughs> oh God. But the trick was, I did have my food inside of bags, but I put out cans anyway. Yeah. And then I bought two rat killing pit bulls and had them sitting on a porch. You're damn right. And I'm sitting there with my arms folded, standing with the two pit bulls, rat killing pit bulls next to me. And I heard, now this guy got the dirt to put his food in the damn bag. Let's go. Let's go go into his house through the mailbox and whip his ass. Oh, shit. He's got two pit bulls to kill rats. You're damn right, bitch. Now, I don't care what you do to anybody else's garbage, but you're going to leave my garbage alone, you little eek eek bastard. I did not realize that you would have pit bulls that eat rats. You're damn right. I should have them suck them on you right now and have them eat you. But I really don't like my neighbors, and it gives me a kick to watch them have to shovel up shit from in front of his house. So, um... So go ahead, proceed to fuck his trash up. But if you touch my cans, if I see any rat fingerprints on my cans, you know what's gonna happen? What's that? There's gonna be nothing but a bunch of little tiny big baller brand shoes strewn through the streets as my dogs eat your little punk asses. How about that? Please don't do that. I said it, little punk asses. And as it turned out from that moment on, a lot of other people's trash got fucked up. But my tr my trash was fine. Yeah. And then one day I realized my trash had gotten messed up. My trash was messed up. It was I was like, what the hell happened to my trash? 
I thought my dogs would, would, would stop the rats from doing it. Then the dogs went, uh, I don't know what happened. I guess we went, went to sleep at the wheel. And then my dogs went back downstairs and I was disappointed in them. And then I noticed as my dogs went downstairs, they were both wearing big baller brand sneakers. Those fucking pieces of shit. Never trusted rat eating pit bull. You know, I mean, they could they, they could have talked to the rats and got some size 13s for me. Bastards. Taking bribes from sewer rats. Fucking dogs. Can't stand them. Bastards. Segment over. Well, everybody, 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 you bastards. This has been episode number 269 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. And I can honestly say, honestly say, having heard all of my own podcasts, this is just about the weirdest over the top podcast I have ever done. And I can tell you with all honesty, knowing myself, it will be topped in the near future for weirdness, because quite frankly, the weirdness never ends. I have noticed myself in my regular life, as in my podcast and in the act that I've been writing, I've gotten even weirder over the years, and I love every second of it. I've already given you an illustration in segment one of what a sanitized, watered-down me might sound like, and I don't like that crap. I don't think you'll like that crap. Nobody likes that crap, so I won't do that crap. Folks, it's been a pleasure talking to you this week. It's a pleasure talking to you every week. Once again, thank you very much for your response to last Last week's episode, I really, really appreciate it. It's very, very heartwarming. And uh, it would be more heartwarming if I there was some banging involved, but the, I'll just take the listenings. <laughs> Unless you want to throw in some banging. <laughs> I should probably edit this out of the exit part of the show. This podcast can be heard damn near everywhere. The home base for this podcast is the is santhonysays.podbean.com. This podcast can be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. It can be heard on iHeartRadio. Everywhere that podcasts are, I am. And if you go there and I'm not there, then whatever that is must stink. Because if I ain't there, it just stinks. Yeah, I said it. Now, the social media for yours truly, me, on Twitter is at S. Anthony Thomas. The social media for this particular podcast is at S. Anthony Says, also on Twitter. I am on Snapchat, S. Anthony Thomas one. I am on Instagram at S with, with of course at S. Anthony Thomas. And the email for me is talk to S. Anthony at gmail.com. Talk to S. Anthony at gmail.com. Send your uh, questions, comments, declarations of love, and of course, nude photos. Ladies only, not you dudes. Okay, calm down on that. <laughs> not that it's happened. Stop it. <laughs> Folks, much love to you all, man. All seriousness, it's always it's always a pleasure and a joy to talk to you bastards uh, every week for about an hour or so. I thank you very much for everything. Um, I know it, it really is cool. It really is cool to have people from different places uh, listen to this and... Um, Apparently, you weirdos like this crap, and I want to thank you for that. Folks, thank you for letting me into your ears. Thank you for letting me into your phone. Thank you for allowing me in your cars. Much love to you all. I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye, and I want you to say it with me on the count of three. I know that you already do, but I'm going to say it for the new people. On the count of three, are you ready? Yeah, we're ready, you damn bad. Of course.
twice already. You're incredible. Thank you, person that's not really here. On the count of three. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.